Hello, everyone. My name's Hank Sadala. And I'm Casey McBride. And we're here with another episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. Hello again. For those of you who are just joining us for the first time, we started this channel of, during the COVID-19 and kind of as a joke during one of our classes, I made the comment, we should totally start a podcast called Stir Crazy Shamans and just talk about whatever the energy is of the day. <laughs> and that's what this all became. And it became something very real and very um, a, lo a lot, lot more than just what the fun joke that we had anticipated it to be. Yeah, and uh, I think it was funny. We originally, you were kind of planning to do your own thing, and then I was just a guest that happened to be on on the first show. But we had so much fun with yeah. it. Yeah, it was like, we... oh, no, yeah, this is our creation at this point. <laughs> and, and really, this is a great segue uh, into our topic for today, which is all sacred play. Because when you don't take life too seriously, like an innocent comment like that, hey, there should be like the stir crazy shaman, and and to follow that energy of play and then just having fun with it and seeing what's created that's that could happen all these little magical moments and things like that uh, something coming out of nothing are all from just having that inspiration of following your impulse for playing <laughs> yeah and um you know it's amazing what happens when i have one teacher i had uh phrase that is opening up your child heart right i love that that phrase but um, uh, you really watch as when you start to play around with things and have fun and you're in that joyful energy, um, really amazing things start to line up for you. And I think it is when we start to take things too seriously. <laughs> um, that's when uh, we, 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 we put up mental barriers and blocks for ourselves that might keep us from experiencing uh, a lot of the magic that's already here around us. So yeah, opening up and, and yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just agreeing. Yeah. I'm nodding my head in agreement. Yeah. In the tradition that we uh, practice too, uh, the Paco tradition, the word puklii, which is something I put in the description, it's the same word for a child playing a game as it is for the playing out of a ceremony. It's puklii. It's just sacred play, no matter what you're doing. And doesn't that word just sound like play? Puklii? Oh, it it's so much fun. <laughs> I love it. It is like my new favorite word. I've used it as many times as as I could find an opportunity to say mm. it these past couple of days. <laughs> yeah, and just to share mm. something from the Caro tradition too, like um, what, what the, the, the Caro Indians would mess with the people that come to uh, study with them, where they would like do build a whole big despacho. And a despacho is this offering that you make to the spirit world and you might put different kintu leaves in it and candles for Pachamama's birthday and uh, yama fad and all these different things to honor the spirit world. And the Caro the would make it and then tell the student, okay, now do it how I did it. And the student is trying to duplicate it. And they'll just go, no, and they just knock everything off the rock and they do it again. I said, do it how I do it. And they'll do that with them until the student finally says, you know what, screw you, I'm gonna do it my way. And they're like, no, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> all the time just messing with them uh, and wanting them to step into their own power to do it from their own heart <laughs> and that i was just remembering back when i was studying um zen back in the day uh it was very much um the stories they would tell uh these what are they what were they called koans and then the different zen stories it was all just the masters constantly screwing with the students and uh, like you know they would come to the master with a serious question about like oh i'm trying to figure out this and like i'm stuck and like can you give me something to help me get over this block and then they would just give them say something completely absurd or do something completely so like the one story is coming to mind of um uh the students uh, in this particular zendo were um you know uh just 
really in a rut where they were all kind of taking things really seriously and focused on their practice. And so the Zen master um, locks himself inside of this little, I don't know, it was like a tower or something where they had a fire that they would, I don't know what, what they did with it. Um, so he locks himself inside with the fire on. So there's smoke <laughs> billowing out of the thing. And he calls to his students. He's like, he's like, help me, help me. I'm, I'm stuck inside. And so they're all scrambling around just trying to figure out how to get it. So, so he had locked himself in, right? Uh, and so they're all scrambling around trying to figure out how to get this door open when it's locked from the inside because they couldn't figure out how to do it. And then the uh, one student who, uh, you know, was the um, more uh, aware of the group uh, just uh, reaches over and like right next to the door, there's a key on the ground and he just tosses it in and the guy opens it up. And, <laughs> but, you know, they would go to all those lengths of like locking themselves inside of a burning building and stuff just to get people to <laughs> snap out of their serious mindset. <laughs> right. And on a more modern uh, one, uh, Gary Douglas, who's the founder of Access Consciousness, which is one of the modalities that I use quite a bit, whenever someone's starting to hold him in reverence or putting him on a pedestal, he intentionally starts swearing and talking about like porn or something like that to to like mess with the people like what wait what how are you saying about this and, and it really is just to, to really get people to to think you know it's not really this it's not serious work consciousness is not serious work it's playful work and the more fun you have the more you can laugh the more you're gonna get it <laughs> and i i've uh, i think i may have shared this on the podcast before but i have this one guide uh, well all my guides really but especially the one guide uh, he's i call him graham he's an angel and his whole purpose uh, it seems like in this lifetime for me is to make sure that I never really take my spiritual work seriously at all. And um, uh, I remember uh, it was last night, I was kind of feeling some heaviness and I uh, was in bed and kind of thinking and I had like all these thoughts going on and I must've had this like really sort of tensed up look on my face. And then Graham just looks over to me and he goes, are you getting it all figured out there, bud? <laughs> And I was like, give me a minute, I'll get there. And he's like, okay, well, let us know when you're ready and then we can hang out. <laughs> but just, you know, and, and he knows my sense of humor. He's, but uh, which, so that's, I realized before I got on, I was like, I have all these stories. And then I'm like, no one else is going to get this stuff because it's all my humor. And, <laughs> but he is, he's just uh, always making sure I never take anything <laughs> too seriously. And it brings this beautiful lightness around everything that I do. I just got, uh, well, we should ask her. Um, Aria has just made a comment. She's watching. Do you want to come on too? Like you can definitely, I'm sure you have tons of sacred stories and Puglii things that you could share with us. If you wanted to come on, I can send you a link to join us on the stream. Uh, Please join us if you feel yeah, called, Aria. Yeah. Or, I really... if, if not today, we can uh, plan for it because I know we're kind of catching you off guard. But um, yeah, you should totally come on if you'd like. Just from our one Zoom interaction, I'm just like, wow, there's, there's some cool energy that can uh, come from here. So let me find you here and send you. Okay, I just sent you a link. So if you can come on, come on. Um, but if you just make sure you have headphones because the echo would. Um, oh my God, how do you do this? Yes, yes, she's going to come <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> 
yeah, give awesome. her five minutes. Yeah, you got to make sure your hair is done, right? But yeah, we'll have her on in just a moment. Uh, she's also one of the students in the apprenticeship program that's just starting out, and she's studied with uh, my teacher Zane for uh, years, and has done other uh, schools of apprentice, uh, other schools of shamanism and things like that. So she's very well versed. Oh, and Mary's like, yeah, so she knows her. This is going to be a little poopy eye party, a possibility. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, such fun. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I was thinking um, uh, when I, um, a lot of the growth that happened in terms of my ability to uh, manipulate energy, which I now use to do like really advanced energy work when healing people. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the skills that I developed uh, in order to be able to do that just came from a friend and I who uh, both discovered that uh, we met, uh, so to give a little backstory to this, we met at Huntington Beach. I went up there just to hang out on my own. I had some free time in between something I was doing. And um, there was this big gathering of people. And I'm like, what's going on? And they looked like they were having a lot of fun. So it was this uh, uh, post uh, like anime and comic book convention that was hanging out at the beach, like a meetup for that. And um, I, so I ran up and I, I met this one guy and I don't know how, but something happened. And I just like, at the time, was just all over the place playing with energy. So I like, like shot some energy at him and he turns around and he was like, I could feel that. And I was like, Oh my God, you can. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, so we connected and, and, he, and he had said he had had a teacher that was kind of teaching him how to do some stuff too. And uh, so we would get together then uh, after that, we would meet at Huntington beach and um, we would just play with energy. We would do everything from like sitting around and like, uh, combining the elements and like making balls of energy and seeing how strong and powerful we could get them. So like we would even spar like in, in a fun playing way where instead of like trying to physically hit each other, we were trying to like hit each other with energy and like defend against it and all that stuff. But it was just play and we were having fun and it was awesome to do that. But then uh, it started to turn into us developing um, like really fine tuned energy uh, uh, control. And then we also started to then make contact with the spiritual beings that were um, around at the beach. As we started to play, they started to want to come in and play too. And so uh, like a beautiful dialogue opened up and, um, but things got, <laughs> things started to get a little intense for him. Like I was ready. I was like, Oh, spirits, come on, let's hang out. And um, <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't quite at that point in his life. He was fine with practicing with all the energy and stuff. But when things started to get really real for him in terms of communicating with these beings, he got a little, he, he, he tapped out at one point. So it was sad that I didn't get to continue with that. But now I have all kinds of new friends like you, Hank, that I can play with all this stuff with. Right. So, and, you know, that brings up an important point. As you're diving into this work, you know, this is our realm. And one of the things that uh, some multiple of my teachers would say is that this is our realm. And if you can choose to experience whatever you would like to experience. And if it isn't your thing to hang out with a whole bunch of spirit beings, it doesn't have to be. And there's no right or wrong around that. You can have as much or as little as you want of that divine creativity. So. So uh, don't feel that, you know, that is the way. It's merely a way and maybe not your way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Don't want to um, discourage anyone who's not ready for that to start practicing with energy or discovering all this pookly eye for themselves. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, uh, you know, I think for people who are ready, that stuff will come and it will be a beautiful yep. experience. And but I, But I think part of it was just that I was so... Um, um, how to how to put it? Like I wanted to be there so badly that I was sort of like, come on, pulling him along with me when he wasn't ready. I was I was very 
very new to all of this back then. So I wasn't as conscious of like people who aren't ready, let them find at their own pace. I was like, <laughs> come on, man, this stuff is really cool. Join me here. Right. <laughs> and, and a great question to ask is you, if you're watching, especially for the first time, I'm all about questions uh, with the exception of asking why, don't ask why. But <laughs> for, the, for the rest of the time, asking the question, like how could I be more me today than any other day? You know, how, or how, how much, uh, how much more play could I have in my life today than I've ever had before? And just asking questions like that, that open-ended energy will bring the universe uh, to the space that, where they're going to deliver you opportunities to express that uh, playfulness through whatever is coming to you. So just ask, start with that little question and just kind of follow the energy and you can be an allowance of as much of it as you want to receive. The, the universe will gift you an indefinite amount of opportunities to play. Uh, it's just a, more of a question of how much are you willing to receive at any given moment. And that's been something that um, uh, it's, I've, I've gone back and forth on a, a few times in my journey is there have been many years where I didn't really care about sharing any of this with anyone. I was just, I'm having fun playing on my own and, and like, you know, I'm perfectly content with that. But then there have been other times when I'm really focused on, oh, I need to share this work with people and help people to realize how magical reality is because there's so many people that are suffering and I need to teach and blah, blah, blah. And then like forgetting about the joy of just doing it for me. So now I'm finally beginning to find the balance of like do it for me because I it's, it's the joy of the experience. But then also I really do for those who are ready and want to learn, I want to, I want to share with them. And it looks yeah. like we have. Yep, uh, we had a question of how do you energy up and not drain? Michelle, M Michelle is a, a good friend of mine, and um, I, I uh, before the meditation classes went virtual, I was teaching them at her um, center in Rocky River. Oh, very cool. <laughs> yeah, Michelle is a very magical person. <laughs> well, Michelle, it's very good to energetically meet you through chat. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you energy up, Michelle? If you're, if you're still watching, uh, which I'm sure you are. What, what do you mean exactly? How do you energy up and not drain? Are you talking about how do we um, continue to do all of this work and go deeper and play and all that without feeling drained? Is that what you're asking? It's the feeling that I get. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, yeah, go ahead. so the, the main thing is to, to, to tap into I call it the energy and not your energy. So we're an infinite being and we have this wonderful thing called a body and being that the hollow bone where we're allowing the source energy to flow through us, never from us, never to us. And as long as you're in the flow, there's an infinite amount of energy that you have at your disposal that you'll never feel drained because it's infinite. And it's just more like you're creating these convection flows of energy with whatever you're working with. And it's very just uplifting. And I've never, except for when I first started, I haven't had the experience personally anyway of being really drained after doing that kind of work yeah and i i don't really uh, there have been a couple times i felt drained but then afterwards identified that actually there was like an entity that came through and was feeding off of me other than that though when that hasn't happened i almost feel the opposite where um if i, I start to work for long enough and go deep enough there's so much energy flowing through that it almost gets a little overwhelming and i have to kind of ground a little more deeply and I just thought of another way of time when I did feel like finish your thought or were you done? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I might not have been, but that's all right. It's gone now. Uh, sorry. No, that's all right. Uh, the, the, the thought, uh, in healing work specifically, one thing that I became very uh, uh, 
aware of is if I was working with somebody and they were in the space of releasing something that I had a similar vibration of and I wasn't willing to release it, I would feel a little bit off because of the resistance of my own flow. Uh, so meaning that they, they, I'm not taking on their stuff, but what it was is like, say they were releasing uh, abuse or something like that. And I had an energy of abuse that I wasn't willing to deal with, or I was unwilling to release my resistance in dealing with my own shit would cause that feeling a drain. And it was more because I wasn't fully in the flow. And once I became really aware of that, I was able to identify, whoa, I'm, I'm in resistance here. What's going on with that? And be able to dive in and start dealing with it proactively versus starting to feel kind of energy depleted or whatnot. So yeah, exactly what Hank said, using the energy and not yours. But I wanted to give a little, uh, oh, wow, I just realized I was going to give a metaphor from an anime that probably most of these people here have never seen. How, <laughs> how, to, how to adapt it. So um, well, what's uh, the anime first? Give a plug for the anime. Maybe everybody <laughs> wants to go watch it now. Well, it's, it's from Naruto. Naruto, <laughs> and, uh, I've never even heard of it. Okay. So anyway, uh, so there's this whole thing. Is, so they have this energy system that they work with in order to like, they use it to fight and stuff, but um, uh, like they get drained. So if they're, they're using their own energy to do, to fight and stuff, but at a certain point they get depleted. And, um, but then uh, he, there's this, like these old ancient sacred arts called, uh, they call it sage, like the sage arts. And uh, it's like the, one of the most powerful things that uh, one of these people could do, but like not everyone can master it. So what they do is they have to be perfectly still, uh, which I think is really cool, because it, but it's physically, they have to not move at all. And then they can feel what they call nature energy. And then they, <laughs> someone is commenting on it. Kakashi is my man from, that's from the anime. <laughs> Is that it's coming from holistic health and healing? Yeah, uh, it, it's either Ryan or somebody else has admin to the page commenting, <laughs> not realizing they're commenting as the page. <laughs> I do that all the time. I accidentally like my own stuff or anything. Oh, it's Mary. How do I switch? There's like <laughs> but anyway, so um, so but anyway, the metaphor. So like, so he they have to be perfectly still, and they can sense instead of their own energy in their body, the energy of the environment, and then that just all as soon as they tap in and to can sense it, it gets sucked into their body, and then they're using that to fight, so they're not depleting their own energy. Uh, but like similar kind of thing. <laughs> Realize now that probably wasn't the best example to give, but um, but yeah, but no, just um, uh, you know, uh, tapping into the energy of source of oneness when you can find that stillness in yourself. Um, Cause in essence, we are the totality of all things, all of the creation, all of the physical matter, all of the energy in the universe. We are, that is us. That is who we are at our essence. Uh, so when you connect to that part of yourself, which is infinite, uh, then you have an infinite amount of energy to work and do all this stuff with. Uh, but if you're sitting here just tapping into like the energy that's present within the physical body, then yeah, you're going to become depleted really quickly. I don't know if that's an, any better way to ex explain that. I wanted to give a... I like that. And in shamanism, we have these two energy uh, vibrations called hucha and sami, which just literally means heavy and light. And if you're a type of person that only gives, 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 that creates an imbalance and it creates, it can create a heaviness. And same thing, if you only take, 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 then it can also create the heaviness. And the whole idea is to always be in the flow. Because if you're if you're out of balance, or if you're if you're bringing in energy and not sending it somewhere else in the cosmos, then that can create a an 
kind of like an, a flood of energy, if you will, like where you have too much and that could be actually heavy even though it's light or the opposite where you're just giving out so much that your inflow doesn't match your outflow and that creates the imbalance. So either way, it's uh, something to be very mindful of. And to marry your comment, um, how to switch it, you'll see um, right above the comment line, there's a little drop down arrow and all you have to do is click that and then you can switch from the page back to you. Uh, so <laughs> that's how you would switch back so you're not commenting as, it's going to make us feel like we're talking to ourselves in chat, too, and that's just weird. <laughs> uh, well, now, now I know I can talk to Mary about anime, though. That's a wonderful thing we can connect over. <laughs> but it is. It's, 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 there, are, um, there are a lot of anime out there that, uh, like, uh, the, the basis for their power system or, like, how they interact with, like, uh, like their battles and all that stuff are... are around like chi and energy and like energy manipulation and all of this. And um, so it's, I, that's why I noticed uh, uh, people who are into anime t tend to have an easier time with actually learning energy manipulation because they're like open to the idea of that being possible, at least subconsciously. <laughs> so I oh. thought that was interesting. Oh, and, and if you were like me, despite how many times I remind you, I just remembered to go to my Facebook to make it public. I actually remembered today. Oh, I did the first you, thing. You remembered and I forgot. Oh. <laughs> Well, there you go. There's that balance, right? Welcome, <laughs> <laughs> which means sacred play, brother. <laughs> okay, so I just made mine uh, public too, and cool, very cool. All right, and I, someone was messaging me, which is what made me think about it, because someone sent me like a private message. So I'm, I'm making sure, uh, just saying that they've been catching our our podcast. They really like it, and they were. Um, they haven't been getting notifications, but they're glad they found us. So pretty cool. So awesome. just, yeah, we're, we're glad you found us too. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, if you're watching this and you feel inspired to share one thing, one great way you can kind of get this contagious, uh, contagion of consciousness out there is start a watch party or make sure you go to the channel, subscribe it, share it. All that helps us out um, just getting it out to more people. So um, we appreciate your contribution to what the show is growing into because you are all part of it too. It's our show, not just me and Casey's show. So Hank, do you have any um, fun uh, like spirit Puklii stories uh, in interacting with spiritual beings that you feel called to share right now? No, well, this isn't so much play, but it's a great demonstration of like just being in the energy of, you know, not getting too serious about anything. I have this, I should have brought it today. I even looked at it on my altar at home and I almost brought it. I have like this little talisman and it uh, had like, a, it was for a healer and it had like uh, these, this little triangle on it and it was even fired astrologically uh, when the planets were aligned to be like a really good power piece for healing. And I was at Lilydale, I'm at Inspiration Stump and I get this thing from Spirit, leave it on the stump. And I'm like, but I love this thing. This is so like I really like this little talisman, and I've had I was I had worn it for uh, like almost nonstop for a couple of years. And it, I heard, "Don't worry, you'll get it back." I'm like, "Really? I'm going to get it back?" So I put it on the stump and just you know left it. And uh, like two years later, on my altar, all of a sudden it was there, and I was just like, <laughs> "Holy cow!" You That's know, so, <laughs> so so the like the spirit was giving me an inspiration and if i was too serious about the work and uh, having an attachment to something i would never have done that but because of that i had this great story of um something aporting from one place to the other and then i've had that a couple other times oh that's a well this doesn't really play though these, these are just little stories of spirit hey, well that, that was just the starting topic we, yeah. we're going off with whatever direction we want to go now <laughs> hey zane's too 
tuning in. Hey, Liz. Hey. Hello. Zane, hello. Thank you for watching. <laughs> yeah. And I know you're watching the grandkid, but uh, if you have the ability to come on, if you have a moment of peace and calm, we can always shoot you a, a link to join too. So that would be wonderful. So <laughs> I, I won't uh, hold him to it, but <laughs> it would be cool if he has. Tomorrow would be really the day for you to be on Zane. That's where we push the uh, shaman she shaman secrets talk to. So that would or not shaman secrets. Uh, do you hear the call of the shaman? Mm, yeah, that'll be a good one. That'll be a real fun one for him to be on. <laughs> well, you can be on both. Come on, both, Zane. Yeah, you can come on. Let's, let's have the entire apprenticeship group on all at once. <laughs> well, we could only have six people on at once. We need another program for that. <laughs> maybe we could Zoom and then do a screen share of the Zoom. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> like, maybe it's possible after all. But shamans plus technology equals amazing things. So, all right, so I'm sending it to him now. <laughs> what about you casey was there any well i know you already shared a few stories already but anything in particular uh for puklii for a little sacred play from spirit oh spirit puklii i know i have so many um oh, let's see what wants to come through um oh and then i just thought of one after you or should i go now no you go ahead because I, I i didn't <laughs> I remember this as a child like i was outside our house and i had like this little um if you, if you ever see those like uh wood people where that gets uh just a round circle and you just put them on the little pegs and i forget what they were called but i was outside and i was just throwing it up in the air and letting it fall throwing it up in the air letting it fall and all of a sudden i threw it up in the air and it just stopped and I'm like looking at it. I'm like, what the heck? And I'm like, I, and I'm just like, how am I going to get it done? And like, it never dawned on me that it was like weird. It was just like, man, now how am I going to get my toy back? <laughs> and so I'm like sitting there, like looking up at the thing. And then the the second I stop, like focusing on it, the thing falls and just cracks me right in the head. <laughs> oh, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> uh, um. Oh, wow. I had a story and then it just spirit took it away from me again. <laughs> no, but uh, um, I know just every day communicating with my guys is, is, is a blast and an adventure. One thing I was thinking, I keep bringing this back to anime for some reason. We're supposed to be talking about anime for some reason. I don't know why. I do like some anime. I'm just not as well versed in it as you. Princess Mananuku is probably, if I'm saying it right, is my favorite all time. Mononoke, and yes, it's one of my favorites. It is. Well. Awesome. It's that's an amazing and anime. It's now available digitally. I just got it. So I oh, did you? <laughs> so I was like, yes, fine. Um, but I remember this was uh, about a month ago. I was watching, uh, it's a, a new series, actually, just uh, the first season just ended. And um, there's this girl, and she uh, can see and talk to all kinds of like spirits and uh, like little like spirit monsters and creatures and things. And, um, and so what she does is, uh, she she solves um, like these little mysteries uh, or, or problems that the spirits have. They all turn to her to like solve their issues for her. But then she ends up getting involved in like real life murder mysteries as a, as a result of it. Um, but at one point, I just remember watching her and she's uh, sitting there and she's just like having this little back and forth spirit and like um, and you know just like this little band kind of like messing with this other person like the spirit to go like screw with this lady and all this stuff and, and i was like oh like like that seems like so much fun and then it was funny because there was like this disconnect in my mind at the moment i was i was like oh wouldn't that be so cool and then, and then later that night 
I'm laying in bed and I was like asking my guides about something. And then the two of them just started like having this little like hilarious argument, like back and forth. One was like smacking the one on the head with water. And then he's like, like with fire and stuff. And, and I'm sitting here and then I had the realization. I'm like, oh, I'm an anime character. <laughs> I, I do. I, this is my real life. <laughs> so that was kind of a fun little realization. One thing that I just thought of to bring up is that the pukle doesn't necessarily have to be with spirit. It's also with each other. Uh, and yeah. I was at a great example is I was at a, a, a fellowships of the spirit. If you go through the first year, um, you're you can go to like the, what they call the hundredth monkey weekends, and it's like these uh, four weekend series. And one of them is a silent retreat weekend. And my uh, dear soul brother Dave, uh, who actually gifted me the chumpy stones, which is what set me my whole thing in motion to find Zane and all that. Uh, he's sitting there on the silent retreat weekend. He's just looking at me like this. He's looking at me, and he grabs like the hand sanitizer with a whole pump. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, <laughs> and he just aims it at me. He says like, "Boom, boom, boom," and like it's sending like streams of like hand sanitizing gel at me. And I'm like, "Ah!" And of course, it's a silent weekend, so you can't say anything. And he's just like, <laughs> and then he runs off. And but it was like, it was like even the silent retreat weekend, it wasn't being taken. It was serious. We were doing meditation and yoga and all these things. But then there were these moments of play, and then all in silence, we went out and we like dug these tunnels in the snow because it was like. I forget. It was like over a yard of snow, I swear. But we were like digging little tunnels and making a labyrinth. And Dave built like a little igloo with a little snow, snow Buddha inside. But even all that, it was all like this just lighthearted playfulness uh, with everything that we were doing. And I think that's when spirit really starts to respond to us more and more um, is uh, when we're in that like that light, joyful feeling. I know when uh, we're with manifestation and um, trying to actualize certain things, when I'm in that joyful just playful energy and enjoying the process and like oh yeah I, I can do this and like oh here like this is coming my way and it's going to be great and just like thing and having fun and i feel like those things just sort of almost want to instantly show up uh, whereas if you're sitting there like i need this i'm going to manifest this this is it, it is as it is and then like I, I feel like the energy around just there's like some resistance to it that the universe doesn't like to play with so the yeah. universe likes the play. <laughs> yeah, almost like seriousness, it means you're like holding on to some of the energy and you're not fully in the flow, perhaps. So it's kind of like a, a sense that I get, like when you're taking it too serious. And whatever you need to take you out of it, <laughs> sometimes just acting opposite helps. Or, um, you know, I, I think you've said it before, like just looking through the world through the eyes of like being a child and, and that wonder and... Um, excitement that comes for seeing things for the first time looking at it every moment like it's your first moment you've ever seen something and the wonder and uh curious awareness that you might have the, cu the curious awareness of a child and Arya's on she's dancing hello yes am i Hi. on here wait i can't hear you guys you can't, you can't hear us are you sure hold on i think i would have to put you on uh the other link oh how do I, you guys? I can't hear anything. Uh oh. <laughs> well, check I can check. see and hear me, but I can't hear them. I'm hmm. Interesting. I'm putting you guys on the YouTube to see if I can figure out how. <laughs> Wait, I can. Hold on. I think I'm gonna. You on uh, the other link. I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna. Oops, I'm gonna remove her for just a second. Hold on, second here. Um, check your audio settings and make. Oh yeah. Sure, your speaker is set to your earphones. I can't 
Now she might be able to hear me because she's like watching the YouTube thing. One sec. We had that problem a couple other times too. Like when I've had uh, people streams with um, Angie and stuff like that. Occasionally when we brought a guest on, they couldn't hear. So I'm just going to give her that little note and see if it will work. <laughs> Bear with us, everybody. She's <laughs> hopefully coming in. She looks like she's trying. <laughs> see, now this is a great example of low puclei, maybe. <laughs> no, if you, but if you're watching and you have your own stories of play from spirit or uh, whatever you might want to share, or if you have a question that you'd like to ask, you can definitely ask in comments. We love the interaction and we can speak to whatever uh, is going on in your world. And let's see, I'm trying to think of... <laughs> Oh, stuff like that. I'm not going to share that one. <laughs> I don't want to try. Like, What's let's that? See. It looks like she may have figured it out. She looks like... figured it out. Let's see. Did you figure it out? Oh, uh, now, we can't hear. now we can't hear you. So if, if you go to your cam mic setting <laughs> and an audio, there's one setting for the microphone and make sure that's set to your mic. And then the speaker can be something different. That could be your headphones. And then uh, it might be just a combination. Oh, she's showing. Right. So uh -oh. you can have the headphones be your speaker. Oh, she can't hear us. 5911. She doesn't have a microphone. I don't know what's going on. Panamite. Okay. Two words, first syllable, right? Is that how we. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I'm gonna. Bye. She, I think she's given up. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, we will. Um, we'll have to test it out next time. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Aria. Hopefully, next time it will work out. But everybody got a taste of your energy, anyhow. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, I'm looking forward to all the puclei that's going to take place with this apprenticeship group. This is going to be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, well, fortunately, Zane has, an, um, uh, at least not in past groups, maybe this group would be totally different. Well, but not, let me put it this way. He hasn't uh, made it as blatant uh, in terms of like how the care would puclei you by letting you sit in the cave for like three days and then waiting for, to see when you get fed up and come out. Uh, so anyway, let me... I just got messaged. Maybe she's messaging me. My headphone did not have a mic. I'll have to look. I'm on a mission now. She has not given up. She's not given up. That's good. Up. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're just joining us, you can tell that we don't take uh, this work in, a, like we take it sovereignly, but not seriously, meaning that you treat every moment as a divine God moment, if you will, but with the lightness of, um, of a child or have you ever heard, oh, you probably haven't, have you ever heard the story of the condor and the hummingbird? No, not yet. Okay, so this is something that we usually do. Um, oh, Kim is uh, just mentioning, we went to uh, Lilydale once a couple summers ago and we did like a whole bunch of ceremony at the stump and we had a great, real fun time at that. Um, so in this tradition, in the Carol tradition, there's a story of the flight of the condor. And basically the people come together and they're like, oh, who here among us could be, a, uh, be the king? And the condor says, well, certainly, you know, I'm the biggest of the birds and I can fly so high. I can go all the way up to the garden of Wiracocha and perch outside the gates. And they're like, oh, wow, if you can do that, surely you should be king. And they said, does anybody else want to try this? 
and it's quiet for a while. And then all of a sudden you hear, I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. And everybody's looking around and they look over and they see this little hummingbird raising his little feather going, I could do it. I could do it. And they're like, okay, so next week we'll meet. You will take flight and we will see who can fly to the Hanuk Pacha, the upper world, and who will be king. And so the week after that, everybody comes together. The condor is ready to go and this hummingbird doesn't show up. And he thinks, well, I get out of it easy. I don't have to fly. You know, I can just be king. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. We have to see that you can do it. And so he takes flight and he flies and flies and flies and flaps his wings and finally perches at the gates of Wittakocha, the garden of Wittakocha. And of course, he's so big that he can't fit through the gate. And as he's resting and catching his breath, he feels something in the tufts of his feathers and out pops the hummingbird going, I did it, I did it, I did it. And, and the hummingbird sips through the gates of the garden and is so, you know, just exuberant and happy. He's not paying attention. And he crashes into Wittacocha. He crashes right into Wittacocha and falls from the Hanuk Pacha down to the lower world where creating the first CK line, the first line of energy from the upper world connecting us, us with the upper world. And that's why in this tradition, the whole idea is you need the strength of the condor to fly, but you need the lightness and the joy of the hummingbird in order to enter the garden. Oh, I love that so much. That's <laughs> such a beautiful story. And when you hear us going around and we're calling in that Asawi Kinti, the royal hummingbird, the whole idea is that you're doing your the own refinement of your energy. Uh, you're, uh, you're being the highest vibration of who you can be to offer your nectar to that royal hummingbird and bring that connection to Wittakocha to you. Oh, I love that so much. So I was just, as, as I was hearing that, it must have inspired some connection to some of the stories of play that I have, because now some are coming through. Okay. One of the things I like to do with people is to, um, like when I'm introducing people to energy work, is to really do something to um, help them to step out of their current like paradigm of what they think is possible with energy. And so uh, something I like to do is there's this uh, exercise where uh, and I used to do it with either like I would do it with like whiskey or with lemon juice, depending on, you know, if we were drinking or not at the time. <laughs> and, uh, but I would, I would take people. And so like, so we'd have this either like a whiskey or like this bitter, like lemon juice or something. And I would, I'd have, I'd, I'd have um, four cups. So two cups for each person, whoever I was doing it with. And we pour the same amount from the same bottle of whatever it was in each one. And then um, one we would leave alone. And then the other one, I would guide them through this exercise of um, uh, channeling energy into this liquid, this bitter or na otherwise nasty tasting liquid usually. And uh, we would uh, have the intention that we were draining out all of the um, unpleasant properties and all of the um, heavy energy and, uh, and then infusing it with light, sweet energy and sweet flavors and, and loving intentions. And we would do that. So these were uh, either like lemon juice or whiskey from the exact same bottle. And then uh, first we would taste the one that we did that work with. And it was like, oh, wow, that's like sweet. It actually tastes really good. And then you would taste the one you did nothing to. And then people would like spit it out because in comparison, there was that much of a difference between the taste of the two. Cool. <laughs> so that, that were really like just watching people's face light up like, oh, my gosh, this affects the physical world, too. Oh, and I love that feeling and showing people that. During my uh, advanced Reiki training, there was a water ceremony. We, we did something like that with water and it would almost tasted sweet like honey by the time uh, we had uh, completed everything it was really something yeah yeah and then another one um i would do was uh, to connect with the energy of um like smells so that's the things you know people uh, don't realize that well 
Uh, we do, but there's a lot of people that don't realize that every single thing in the world is all energy. And so uh, one, of, one of the ways I would demonstrate this to people was, uh, I'll never forget, I was working at um, Tivana. It was a tea shop that used to be at like all the malls. And um, we got this new tea in, uh, and, and they're in these big airtight tins so that like no air escapes, so you can't smell it or anything. And so uh, both of us had no idea what this tea looked like. And I was talking to this woman about um, energy and just telling her about some of the different practices I was learning. And I was like, here, let me try something with you. So I put one hand on the container of tea and then my other hand I put on her head and I connected with the energy inside of the tea. And I was, my intent was to bring the energy of it, put it into her third eye and then connected it with her nose. And then um, I told her to, uh, like breathe in and smell. And uh, so she did that and I was like, can you smell it? And she's like, yeah, it's like kind of like, it's like really subtle though. So I don't know if I'm just kind of making it up. And then we open it up and she smells it. She goes, oh my God. And I go, what? She's like, not only was it the same smell I was smelling, but the smell of this is super subtle. And just based on the name of it, we were expecting it to be this like really pungent smell, but it was a really subtle smell and it was exactly what she had smelled. <laughs> so I love doing stuff like that. <laughs> sacred play. <laughs> uh, oh, so I take, oh, I take it. I take insane. Decided he's not coming on today. I don't know if he chose or not chose. I mean, he's uh, literally watching a grandchild. He actually told me the other day he thinks uh, he thinks of me all the time with me having two children. Though that he's kind of watching uh, Graham, which is uh, Patricia's grandchild. And, <laughs> uh, it's because it's, it's like it's a full time job really <laughs> yeah, yeah i can only imagine <laughs> yeah. fortunately my kids are old enough now where if we were doing the stream from home uh they don't bug me as much but like the first time i ever did a live stream uh man they were all like not with you but i prided that i was doing like these little um sound podcasts where i would just talk about sound healing and uh, demonstrate different tuning forks and like i they were at the center with me i'm like guys I'm live streaming. We, this isn't being recorded. I can't edit it. It's just out there. So whatever you do, don't bug me. And that was the worst thing. You know, like I put that out there and it's just like, how many different ways can we interrupt daddy? With what he's doing? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Ari looks like she's got some, uh, some new headphones. All right. So let's see. We got to take her off mute. Uh, oh, she's on mute. So let's take you off mute. Oh, I think we were both clicking it at the same time. Okay, well, I'll let you click it. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Oh, maybe the entities are messing with her here. 590. Uh -oh. I can't unmute her. Can't unmute your guests. Their mic isn't connected. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so if you can hear us, what you want to do, go to your cam mic. You could have your, your uh, microphone be the computer, like your onboard webcam. You should still be able to pick that for your microphone and then just have your speaker be the headset and you can split them and have them be two different things. Maybe. <laughs> okay, she's up. I can't yes. hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Play. <laughs> when I came onto this thing, I was like, I don't need this. This, this headphone thing. I'm just going to put it in there and just talk to you guys anyways. And it'll be really, really funny. And the spirits are like, yeah, it's going to be really funny, guys. And then I didn't know the other part of the plan because they kind of were ahead of the game. So, you know, the joke's on you guys. The joke's on me. <laughs> 
Uh, How does this work? This is an example. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome on, and thank you already for your contribution and your energy to everything. (laughs) Uh, So happy to have you here. Uh, (laughs) And you got a pretty cool backdrop, too, for it. Yeah, you do. I I know. Originally, I was going to be like with the drop of the pond behind my place, and they had, they're like, you should do it over here. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I set everything up and I'm like, oh, nobody can see me because it's too dark. And then I realized when I moved over here, oh, it actually is really important because otherwise the computer would have died. <laughs> 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 they're really funny, my spirit guides. Very, oh, very yeah. funny. Now, I know yeah. you, oh you've worked with Zane previously, and I know that you, it sounds like you've done some studying in some other shamanic traditions. Do you have any cool stories of Pukle or do other traditions have the similar concept? Yeah, actually, <laughs> I won't go into my death initiation. Oh my goodness, that was definitely. Let's just say this is that I always told my uh, my native elk, who's American. I always told him he would have to trick me, trick me into that death initiation, and he did. But that's a story for another time. But I will tell you a story. <laughs> it did happen. It did happen my birthday and i did tell him the day before i won't go into the story but i will say this i said the day before my birthday the days leading up to my birthday i kept telling him i'm like you know why not on my birthday (laughs) which happened to be like during like a conjunction to the lunar eclipse on my like on my son like on the descendant on the place of death which i am also into astrology and that i didn't like think about it at the time but that like that conjunction right there pretty much signifies that like like that you're either gonna die or gonna die and come back so it's like way to go for me to joke around at that point but that <laughs> i'll tell you that story another time but i at least give you like a little like you know what is that called like a trailer you know like a sneak peek like a, sure. like a little teaser <laughs> but i'll tell you another story actually it's pretty funny so it kind of has a mixture of the spirit guides playing with me but also my native elders so i was up in vermont and I was doing a small vision quest. And the day before, <clears throat> we were supposed to go up into the mountains and we were supposed to find where we were gonna go to find our spot for our vision quest, where we were gonna pray and fast. And so I'm going up the mountain and I saw the sign that said, uh, you know, like the, something like, uh, like the eagle's nest or something like that, you know? And I'm like, I'm gonna go all the way to the top i want to go up to the top of this trail and this is up in like the white mountains up in you know danby vermont <clears throat> so i'm going up there and i brought my water ahead because <laughs> we were we were able to have our water with us which was nice and um and so i brought my water up and stuff because you know i have some different things in my house like okay you can bring your water and i was chugging with the water i'm like you know i don't think i'm going to be able to go up this far so i stopped for a moment and I saw this log and there was a little reishi mushroom. If you, even if you don't know what a reishi mushroom is, you probably have seen where there's like a little mushroom and it's kind of sticking out of a tree or a log, you know, and it looks almost like it could be like a little roof, right? And so this one was positioned with a log that was a decayed log on the ground and this little tiny cat. <laughs> They're playing too. Um, <laughs> so this little this little reishi mushroom is with a log, and there's smoke coming out of it. So like at first I'm just like, hmm, there's smoke coming out. Maybe it's like a puffball mushroom or something that's releasing its smoke. Maybe something random, you know. So I'm just like, okay, like 
so it stopped. And then I'm like, I just sit in there, you know, and I wanted to like make my offerings <clears throat> to the spirits, you know, for my vision quest. And so I did that. And then as I was doing that, it started smoking again, literally like a log with like a little tiny mushroom. And it looked like a hollow underneath, like it, like an animal could like live underneath it. Like it was almost like the roof of a home, right? So like the smoke starts again. And I'm like, what is up with this? And I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. And then finally the third time, right? It happens again. And then I'm just like, is there like a fire? This log, like nobody like is out here. How there be a fire? Like, should I do something about it? Like, I'm just this is like all going on in my head. And all of a sudden, this little gnome goes, What do you think you're doing? Why are you messing my home? I have a fire going. You humans messing with me. Like, don't you dare mess Like, I'm really sorry. Like, I am a, you know, like, I'm not trying to do that. I just didn't know, like, that was your home. And that's why I smoke. I mean, literally, like, smoke was coming up. And I did not realize I was going to go up there because it's not like a place where people are just going up into this area, right? So I'm like, okay, sorry. I made like my offerings. I'm like, okay, we're good. Peace out. So I start making my way down the trail. And I'm like going down the trail. And I'm like, wait, I don't remember the stand of trees. And then I'm like, shoot. Hmm. And I'm like looking around and I'm going, where this is this definitely is a trail. But this doesn't seem right. And then I'm just like, keep going. And then I'm just like there's a ravine and I'm like, this is definitely not the right way. And so as this is happening, a noose showed up <laughs> and it's about like 20 so feet from me. And it like grunts, it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, Moose, <laughs> I am not here to disrupt anything. Like I already have the numb. Now it's the moose. And it's like, I'm like, okay, I can pee. Like, and it's like still grunts, it's like, it's <laughs> it's like the way is through. And I'm like, but that's gonna go off a ravine off a cliff. They're like, the way is through. And I'm like, uh, and it's like, like <laughs> I'm just like, uh, okay. So like, as soon as I made a decision, just like, okay, up, and, I, and also it was, this is happening, <laughs> mind you, and there's like mountain lions and there's hairs on the mountain, like on a regular base. <laughs> so it's like getting dark and I'm like, either go up back in the mountain and maybe possibly sleep with the bears in the mountains, oh my, <laughs> or go that way. So I sat with it and I'm like, and the, the moose is still like, he goes again, he's like, <clears throat> and I'm like, uh, okay, I'm gonna go for it. And even though I feel like I'm gonna go off a cliff, so as soon as I make the decision and I start walking, he's just like, he just like starts like walking off. And I'm like, well, that's good. <laughs> Even though like, you know, I am initiated in the meta path. So, I mean, he's still a mouse. And I'm like a tiny little he. <laughs> so you know, he goes on his way. <clears throat> I make my way. And I'm just like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but and so I make it to a little area where bump. And in the distance, I can see the valley. And I'm like, oh, there's a valley in the distance. I'm like, if I find my way back to, at least I could go in in 
the valley on the land because there's like a lot of open countryside and I could like stay there hunkered night and I could like watch for the and I was like I'm thinking they're like okay and I like look back in the mountain and I'm like and it's getting really dark and I'm like yeah I think I just have to go through this not this pond like that's not gonna be a big deal right like oh it's a it's a piece of cake like it's a, just a piece of cake just go through this no big deal right so like I go into the swamp <laughs> And also, mind you, like, there's no reception out here. I cell phone, like, nothing. I didn't bring anything with me because I was just expecting this little, little track. And then I'll go back. So I go into the swamp, and all of a sudden, I start sinking into <laughs> So I'm, like, halfway into the and I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I got to figure out how to get myself out of here. So I literally like pulling myself through, like pulling through. And I'm just like, Ugh! pulling out one leg, Ugh! like going across the swamp and then like sinking. And I'm like, I hope I don't sink all the way. <laughs> so I see like a little like patch, like there's like islands if you've ever seen swamps, like have these little like patchy islands and like and there's little trees growing on it. And I'm like, okay, I can make it. So I'm like reaching out for the tree and I'm like, okay, oh, 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 oh. and I'm like muddy onto this little patch of like this island. And I'm like, okay, I got an island. So I just have to like go between the island and the pond. Like, I just have to like make it through. So like I could do this. Like it's like it's almost like a video game at this point. <laughs> it's like okay, like I just have to get through it. So then I'm like going through the patches of grass, and I you know and I see the valley in the direction where I need to go, and so I basically I'm like okay, oh there's a track there. I don't even have to go through the pond anymore. Thank goodness for that. So I start going through the little islands and like you know kind of jumping through, and then all of a sudden I'm like ow 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 and i'm like i'm like looking at my legs i'm like they're all cut up <laughs> i did not realize there's also razor grass there oh jeez. <laughs> so then i'm getting slashed up with razor grass i'm like hmm choose choose your poison like do i go through the swamps i go through the razor grass and my, my stop my stop ended and i'm like oh i have to go to the swamp again so then basically this is what i was doing at the sunset is going like it's going down like less and less light and it's gonna get dark <laughs> so at this point i'm just like oh my god okay i gotta get through this kind of actually like the mic today like it's like one thing happens and another thing happens another thing happens. <laughs> <laughs> kind of actually ironic that i'm telling you all the story as i had this this really epic adventure with a mic you know <laughs> 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 Just to get here to tell you the story. Almost equally as epic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So so I'm going through swamp. And oh, and I can't wait to tell you that. Oh my god, there's actually more story. Oh, it's it's good. Okay, so I, I finally got through. <laughs> and then I see the hawthorn tree, it's like this elder hawthorn tree, which I never actually got to tell. Like I don't think I got to tell anybody, like you should go and visit this Hawthorne elder tree. And I was like so happy that like the elder so excited and like covered in mud from head to toe <clears throat> it's like a hot summer day and all of a sudden a car coming now like i'm in vermont i'm in the middle of nowhere so if you get to hear a car 
and you're in the middle of nowhere and you might need some help, you better run for that car <laughs> like your life depends on it because otherwise you'll be with a fairs and nonsense. But then again, who knows? Maybe you'll have a party and maybe a really good time and you have some cup of tea and they'll invite you. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> or you just run into the tree. So, <laughs> so it's like, you know those movies where the person is like trying to get away from something and they're running towards the road and it's like, do you know that moment where they're like, oh, there's a car and I see like the lights of the car and you're trying to run to get to the car. Have you ever seen that? And you're like, oh, I'm gonna reach it, I'm gonna reach it. Like I was doing that and then all of a sudden I tripped, like you know how like the, like it goes, like it's like it slopes down where like there's like that ravine from the road for the water to go off. Mm -hmm. So I literally tripped face onto the ground and the and the car, the truck just goes by. Like right like the movies do, like where it's like, I'm like, just like the movies. Just like the movies. So I get onto the road, I'm like, okay, which way spirit should I go left <laughs> or should I go right? Right, so I go right, I'm going down this long road, keep going, keep going, keep going. And so I finally make it into where it's like farmland. I'm like, okay, good. At least if anything, I'm at the farmland. So I made it this far. Like I can see all around me. It's like I can have like a 365 radius. And my bear and mountain friends also want to come and visit me along with the moose. <laughs> So I'm looking down the street, and then there's this big SUV coming. And so I'm like this, like, <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> waving to me. And I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> and they're like, like a nice family waving to me. Like, I like, like I'm saying hello. Come on, guys. I'm going like this. Please stop. <laughs> and they drive by me, right? Oh, and I'm like, geez. okay, well, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll just keep walking at this point. And then they stop, they back up. It's a very nice SUV with like a pristine carrying covered in mud. They have the whole family, mom, the kids, dog. And they're like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't really like know where I am. And I kind of went in the mud and, you know, I'm in the woods and lost. I don't know where my group is. I'm like, do you have their phone number? I'm like, I don't have a phone with me. Do you know what their address is? No. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, I was like, well, I feel like they're this way. So they like, and I was like, but I don't know about your car. And they had happened to have some towels in the car because they have a dog. So I don't know, maybe they wouldn't have let me in the car otherwise, but I was pretty covered with mud. So I hop in the car with them and we go down that way. And then Finally, finally, at the very end, because they're going to bring me to their house so we could try to like look up on their computer with the modem <laughs> to see like where where they need to bring me. And so they're driving, and all of a sudden I see the place. I'm like, there it is, there it is. And like they basically had like people that were going to start looking. And so like I get there, and I'm like dropped off, and like they were so sweet, like they like put the shower with me and towel and they made me tea and it's so because like the leader was just like yeah i had a feeling this is gonna and like it didn't happen anybody happened to me it's like here i am like i'm on the traditional medicine path and like these sort of things happen to me all court and an aria <laughs> wait for another time this is, a little, this is a little bit of a long story i'll tell you one about the time that i got lost uh in a 
in the desert right outside of Las Vegas. That was a good one too. Oasis. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> anyway, so going back. Sorry. It looks like it looks like you're breaking up there. Is that does oh, it look like that oh. for you, Hank? Yeah, she's been it, kind of audio distorted off and on. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, you sound fine now, but the, your video is like doing all kinds oh, of. Maybe it's all the energy. Yeah, that's a lot of energy. With you. <laughs> okay, so, so I get back to the group. Oh my god, we're gonna die. We're gonna get like. Oh, uh oh. Oh, now I can't hear Hi. it at all. You're, you're kind of frozen. Well, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna. Thank you for sharing. I'm going to go ahead and remove because it's getting really distorted and uh, patchy. So we can. <laughs> I can, I can <laughs> see you're down in the box. Thank you so much. That was such a magical story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, hopefully, hopefully the internet connection issues won't be uh, present next well, time and we can have her on for the whole, for yeah. a larger portion of the show. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know that uh, even I, I don't know if I've been sounding distorted to you at all today, but I had a couple of times when I, you were distorting for me even. So it might just be something going on with the uh, energies today. Not sure. I got a little notification on here on our program that said uh, due to the like increased traffic because of COVID-19, you may be just experiencing problems and all that. So maybe that has to do something. Yeah, I don't know. Where entities were just messing with us. It could be. <laughs> yeah, we, we we're bringing in the energy of Puklii today. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, and uh, Arya says uh, it was yeah, still it was so much fun. fun. Yeah, thanks it was. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, uh, I can't wait to hear so many more of her stories. <laughs> <laughs> Any other uh, uh, tales of Puklii on, on your side? I know we're right at the hour mark. We don't have to stop right in an hour. I have a little bit more flexibility today because I have to be available for my dad or whatnot. But. <laughs> Just kind of a fun one. Um, uh, so it was my first time ever really um, backpacking. Uh, I'd, I'd been on, I've been hiking all, all kinds of times, but never on like a multiple day excursion. Um, and we, uh, it was me and my, and we were out in Devil's Playground, Arizona. So Devil's Playground is inside of Petrified Forest National Park. And just to get out, so you're in the national park, and to get to Devil's Playground, which is inside of it, is, I don't know, something like a, I want to say it's like an eight-mile hike or something. <laughs> and uh, I remember hiking on the way out there. Um, I didn't have the right kind of backpack. I didn't have my own backpack, so I was just borrowing my cousin's old one. The hip strap wasn't working, which is a huge, if you're carrying a lot of weight on you, which we had like 60 pounds on our backs, uh, or, or some of us had more. I, I had a little less because I had the crappy backpack. But um, if the hip strap's not working, then everything's on your shoulders. And it didn't have proper shoulder straps. They were like completely just these crappy little, so they were digging in and just cutting into my shoulders. And I'm walking out there, and I, and I at the time I, I really didn't have very good endurance at all for hiking, and um, I just remember I was like out of breath, like dying. It was hot in the desert, and we're we're hiking out to get to Devil's Playground, and um, I remember there were a few points when I was so winded and just physically felt so uh, there was like suffering physically. I was like, you know what? I think I might actually die right now. <laughs> But then I remember thinking, but if I am going to die, this is a pretty beautiful place to do it. So I didn't die, <laughs> luckily. Uh, so we made it out to, to um, 
uh, to Devil's Playground, and then we hiked for another couple of miles just to get to our uh, our the our campsite where we decided we were going to set up camp. And um, uh, and we get out there, and I just remember getting hit with this silence that was out there. Well, after I finally caught my breath and I was no longer worried about immediately dying, <laughs> I remember the silence that came through was um, just, I never, because not only are you so far away that there's no noises of the road or other civilization, et cetera, there's no other humans out there, but then also there's no animals, no bugs, no trees, no wind rustling through the leaves. And it was just pure, complete silence. And I got hit with that, like, wow, this is, that's one of the coolest sensations I, I'd ever felt. And that, so I'm sitting there and I had that experience and I'm like, oh, and, and then I'm just thinking like, okay, now it's time to be get to relax. And, uh, you know, time to just hang out, have some food, and, and it'll be all good. And then, so, and in my mind, this was the biggest hiking excursion I'd ever done, ever. And my cousin goes, all right, are you ready to start hiking now? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, we got out here so we could hike. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think my body can handle it. So, so I talked to him, and we did end up going on a little bit of a hike after that. But my cousin goes, and, and already... I had pushed my body further than I thought my body was capable of. And he points off in the distance and he goes, uh, you, so there was a mountain out in the distance and this tiny little thing that looked like a tree about that big from where we were standing. And he said, you see that tree? That's the only tree out here in this whole place in Devil's Playground on top of that mountain. And we're going to go to that tree tomorrow. And I thought, no way are we going to make it up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely no, that's not possible. And sure enough, the next day we were there, and we had a great spiritual experience with the tree. Um, but then that night we were uh, we decided to find somewhere uh, cool to watch the sunset, and so we wanted to find like an, like an, uh, sort of like an overhang. And um, I I don't I'm not like super afraid of heights compared to like some people that really have a like bad bad fear of heights. But I have a healthy respect for heights, and I. <laughs> um, and uh, so, you know, we're hiking through mountains and like they're comfortable with just hanging out and sitting with their legs off the ledge and just talking. And I'm like 10 feet back. Like, I don't know wind that blows and I'm <laughs> and I don't want any part of accidentally falling off into that abyss down there. And um, uh, but it was, so we, we finally found this spot and it was like uh, there's like the uh, like drop off all around. And then there's this one big rock that kind of was jutting out and then you could see everything. Uh, for miles. And uh, so there was a little part you had to jump over. So again, cliff all this way where there's death if you fall off. And then a little thing jutting out, which you have this little gap you have to jump over to get onto this rock. And they, to them, they'd done this stuff so many times. They just weren't even thinking about it. Just boom, boop. They were over there. And I'm sitting there looking at the thing like, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> and my cousin, my cousin is being very, um, you know, he's, he's like, listen, he's like, you know, he's like, if, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you don't want to do it. You absolutely don't have to do it. You know, and he's, he's like, but, you know, I really think you should because it'll be a really cool experience. We're going to sit here and watch the sunset. We'd love to have you like out here on this little thing with us. And um, <laughs> his friend who was with him, uh, <laughs> I think the whole reason uh, he was such a wonderful part of the adventure for me was that he was pookly eye embodied during that whole trip. <laughs> and so he goes, he, so he, looked, he used expletives, which for this show, since we haven't used any thus far, I'm not going to, <laughs> but he just, he just looks at me sitting there struggling with the decision of whether or not I'm going to jump over this thing to get onto this rock. And he goes, don't worry. 
it's only dangerous if you screw up. Then you die. <laughs> <laughs> and I just laughed. And but then I was like, okay, whatever. And then I just jumped over and did it, and I was there, and it was. And we had a great time. But I, but I remember it was just him saying that. It was like so absurd, and like that, that was exactly what I was worrying about. It was enough to like get me out of that like serious space of like being stuck. And then boom, jumped over and did it. And then we watched the sunset, and it was beautiful. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of a fun. You know, just with the name of the park that you were mentioning, uh, there's a place out in Indiana, and whenever I have to take my wife to uh, to the Chicago airport to fly out for Germany or whatnot, I always stop there. There's a, a, a there's, they call it the dude and it's like all these big hills that were made from like the sand that was coming off of the lake and there's this one thing called the double side where there's this big incline and the cool thing is at the very top there's this one tree that because of the way the sand is like the entire part of the root structure is exposed and so you have it's just like this really cool uh tree and i just thought i would want to share it's my maybe a good a little nature spot to put on our to-do list yeah, definitely. And then oh, I get okay. some of the sand from there for um, some of the apprenticeship work that we do too. Oh, do you? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Oh, and um, uh, oh, maybe I'm not. Oh, Spirit told me not to share that. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Teaser. Oh man, he's like poop leg. Like, Guys, I hate the secret of the universe, but Spirit said no. Sorry, can't tell you. <laughs> uh, someday, maybe. <laughs> I'll share it with the, with the apprenticeship group, but not on the public okay. airwaves. So if there's any other <laughs> story that really comes to mind to share, because I know we're at the hour, but I see if there's anything else. Or if you have anything in comments, anyone that you want to share, uh, feel free to offer your contribution or comment. But, you know, one, one thing that when you were at that, uh, just a topic to, to come up uh, to talk about from your story there about wanting to jump or being in that space of indecision is the one place that uh, of the one place energetically that nothing happens is the place where you don't make a choice. Yeah. And, and, and think of it just like a choice. When you come to a definition or a conclusion, that actually is a box of limitation because if you put, if you add definition to something like you're, you're defining it and it takes it into out of the space of possibility and puts it into the place of duality and limitation. But when you choose, it's just a choice. And every 10 seconds or every five seconds, however long, uh, you can always choose something different. So instead of having to come to conclusions and decisions about what you're going to do, just make choices of what you're going to be while you're doing it. And that makes it kind of palatable uh, to get a lot more momentum with whatever you're choosing in your life. <laughs> definitely oh uh, yeah it's difficult to make a decision either way when you're literally like looking at death all around you though yeah. <laughs> and I, i'm one of the people i'm not so keen on heights myself but uh, I'm, I'm climbing the mountains and things like that <laughs> but yeah yeah oh so many times during that trip where again just so many things where i thought yeah i no way my body can do that and then i was there and i did it <laughs> Oh, wow. The universe um, uh, loves to prove me wrong when it comes to me meditations on myself. <laughs> but yeah. it loves to prove me right when I'm trying to manifest things that I believe are impossible, leave, or, or that are possible, I guess I should say. Magical things. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, if you have a limitation or someplace that you're resisting, um, what you resist persists. And as much as you try to hold it out here, eventually the walls come crashing in and you end up having, uh, you know, facing it. Uh, in fact, that's one of the ideas that why we created a, a fear in God or a God that you had to fear because you draw to you what you're afraid of, what you resist and things like that. So why not make, if you fear God, then it's a way to bring them to you. Like, oh, ooh, I never thought of it that way before. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a, one of the things, possibly. I mean, every religion's a little bit different and whatnot, but that's one of the things that I heard is if you are looking to create something where you're going to draw it to you and you draw what you fear, then if you fear God, you'll that thereby draw God to you. <laughs> so I have to share another story. <laughs> so um, uh, <laughs> I think I'm trying to think of where we were. I don't know if we were, I think we were in Alaska. And um, uh, we were on a hike, uh, like deep in the mountains and the forests. And it was during uh, the time of year when we'd already like seen a couple of bears. And uh, so during this hike, like we we forgot to bring mm -hmm. the bear mace with us. And so we were kind of like joking and talking around about like what happens if like a bear comes across and what do we do? And, you know, just joking and all that stuff. Uh, but there was like, and then there was a moment we were walking where there was kind of like a little bit of tension we could feel. And uh <laughs> my my cousin uh, just stops and he goes, he goes, Shh, quiet. Do you hear that? And he looks over and we're all like, oh, crap, there's a bear. We're about to be attacked. So there's this moment of silence and he's looking. And he just has this like this. And then he just lets out this super loud fart. <laughs> and we all jump. <laughs> Like, ah, oh, darn it. Uh, that was a real <laughs> shitty joke. <laughs> a sh shitty joke. <laughs> but I actually have a Pukle story of my own, bear related. So, um, but for for those of you who don't know, my wife is from Germany, so there's only two types of vacations that you typically take, and, and it's either you go to Germany to visit the in-laws, or you go with the in-laws and visit somewhere. So we had gone up to Alaska, mm -hmm. and we rented a mobile home, and we were driving all throughout, and. Uh, the very first place that we had gone to go fishing, there was uh, these signs up everywhere about bears, special trash cans. And my wife's uh, father, my father-in-law, uh, got it in his head that everywhere in Alaska where there's a bear, there will be a sign. So you don't have to worry because if there's going to be a bear, there'll be a sign and you know to you know be aware. <laughs> and if you don't know Alaska, like the bears can be everywhere. Bears come into Anchorage and go through people's trash cans. Right. Um, but but anyway, uh, so and we actually had an experience with the bear uh, well at the fishing thing, which is a story for another day. But every place that we had gone to, like I'm seeing bear droppings, I'm seeing stuff. I'm like stuff, and we got to be careful. There's like you know bears around here. It's like oh no. Oh. That there would be a sign. I'm like, oh, there's <laughs> not always a sign. And so we're we're driving down this road, and he just sees this like little road off going into the middle of the woods. And we turn down that, and it turns out it used to be a campsite that had been closed down for years. And we're we're just parking there. We're going to camp there for the night. And as we were pulling in, I saw like something in the brush, and we go over, and there was like a moose that's just decimated. I I go, Stefan, this is a sign. We got to be careful, man. There's bears around here. He's like, no, there would be a sign. I'm like, no, there, this is a sign. And <laughs> and so like as we're there, there's like a like a, a car and there's like these two guys walking and the one guy has a shotgun kind of on his shoulder and he's just like, you did bring a gun with you, right? I'm like, no. He's just like, well, this here was a campsite. They shut it down because of all the incidents with black bear. So you really ought to have a gun with you. And I'm telling Stefan this. He wasn't there for the conversation. He goes, no, no, no. There would be a sign. <laughs> and so we're going out on the river, which, of course, right on a river or stream is one of the worst places, because if you spook the bear, that's where they, they kind of get aggressive and because they're defending themselves if you su surprise them. So we're on this river and my wife and I are sitting back to back, like scanning down each way while they're fishing, thinking there's nothing to worry about. And while I'm there, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to play around in the sand and I'm taking the stick and I'm drawing like little uh, footprints in the sand. Right, right, right on the riverbank. And I didn't think anything of it. I was just kind of having fun and I didn't think they were that good. Uh, but the next day, as we're waking up, we just hear 
her dad and her mom like slamming things into the mobile home and i'm like stefan stefan what's wrong and he goes there was a bear there was a bear because they got up early in the morning the next day to go fishing and i'm like what you saw a bear he's like no the footprints <laughs> <laughs> And to this day, like, he doesn't know that it was me that made footprints. And for all I know, there were really bare footprints there the next day. And it wasn't just the ones I drew, but I don't know for sure. Oh, <laughs> and so I was creating a little poop play with him, not on purpose. Like, I was just, you know, having fun while we were kind of watching for bears and whatnot. And there's a lot more sub-stories to that, which we'll say for maybe we should have a whole talk on Alaska stories because we probably have enough to share. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, or just or just uh, nature adventure stories in various national parks and all all that good stuff <laughs> oh great stuff very fun so uh, any, any final anything you want i know you have your meditation uh, coming up tomorrow uh, anything else yes. that, uh, be, well plug that of course anything you have coming up that you want to share uh just check out shaman's way youtube i i'm posting almost daily i've been making videos um uh the one that has been really well received with the people who have told me they've watched it was my um how to connect with your spirit guides uh, video that I made. That's a really cool one. Check that out. Um, other than that, yeah, the meditation on um, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Join in for that. Uh, we'll have all kinds of fun playing in the realms of spirit. So cool. And yesterday you did one on how to connect with like the spirit of plants, which I over really well too. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was cool. That I it was one where um, I said that was what was going to be the plan and uh, no oh excuse me no idea how i was going to guide people on that experience but spirit came through with a really beautiful uh, meditation so it was great cool. yeah and for those of you who are inspired by shamanism uh starting this thursday on the new moon our teacher zane is going to be doing a six month um a six month six months week six week it's once a week for six weeks month well it could be months if you if you like that class you could start with the apprenticeship that's going to start in may officially in person because we had to push it back because of the stay-at-home order but if you just want to give it a taste and uh check it out uh i just posted the link for connecting with the sacred and you could sign up for that and have like a six-week immersion and by the end you'll have a taiwantan mesa spread that you have built which i have my mesa behind me i don't know if you can really see it but my mesa's back there you can see the thing in the middle that's a taiwantan mesa so and by the end of the six weeks you will have your own little mesa that you will have built and uh, have that as a medicine bundle to do using your work so cool very cool so excited about that yeah that's called we would love to have you um I'm, I'm trying to find my link here real quick before we sign off or shaman's way so people can join in if they feel called to check out the meditations and all the other good stuff yep and in the description of this video if you're watching on facebook you'll see a link to stir crazy shamans youtube so you can also like and subscribe there you'll get notices whenever we go live and we'll probably end up doing some videos for here too i always want i want to make uh videos besides us just being live for this channel as well so mm. ooh, I, i'm feeling inspired like i think i had mentioned before um i think we should uh somehow i don't know if we can do it digitally but if not when we can meet in person we can but i want to do some singing which of light stuff while you play all your beautiful instruments yeah well, <laughs> that'd be a cool thing to live stream some well we could probably do like a live stream crystal ball concert with chanting and sometimes when i'm in that space i, I start channeling any channeling anyhow and like i'll one time i was even doing uh, these chants and someone in the group recognized it as a brahmin chant and i haven't studied that at all so it's really interesting when you start getting into that space what comes through uh is pretty cool so we could definitely yeah. do something like that 
it, but it, it's better in person because like with the leg, like we might be like not quite in sync if we were right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this Friday I'm planning. Uh, I'm just going to do it for my office. I'll be doing a, a ceremony and sound concert, just keeping everything. If you can't tell, I got all kinds of crystal bowls. You can see them in the corner there, in the back. There's all kinds of well bowls you can see, and it's a lot of fun. I got lots of toys. Yeah, if anyone has never attended or experienced, it's well, if I've only experienced it in person, not virtual. But my goodness, the energy is absolutely beautiful and powerful in those that Hank uh, holds. You know, a final story I can share. The the whole I used to keep the world of shamanism and sound completely separate, and uh, I really wanted to be authentic to the shamanic teachings because uh, Zane has a nonprofit. It's called the uh, Sokai Munai Ayu, and the idea behind it is to preserve the original teachings as as closely as possible. And I really wanted to honor that. And so I had the sound on one side, and I had the shamanism on the other. And while driving my kids to uh, daycare one day, this red-tailed hawk swooped so close in front of my car that I had to slam on the brakes not to hit it. And right. As it was passing me in the uh, the windshield, it looks at me, and I just had the inspiration in that moment, Sonic Shaman, and that's when I started to blend the two. Up until then, I kept them really compartmentalized, and then I'm like, no, I'm going to blend the two. I'm going to make it my own. And uh, my concerts, I actually call ceremony and sound because it's really a combination of the two. It's not just a sound bath. Oh, I have, I have one little story I want to share too. Now, cool. <laughs> um, so uh, when start, uh, I, I was, I think this was about three, four months ago, something like that. Um, I was starting to do more of my shamanic healing and like teaching the meditation class locally and doing all this stuff. And I just really knew I wanted to get this message and these experiences out to way more people than we're experiencing them right now. And uh, so I go on a shamanic journey and I am in the upper worlds and I meet with these like really powerful light beings. And uh, I asked them, I was like, you know, I want to bring this magic to more people. Um, you know, how can I do that? And I'm sitting here kind of expecting this like really profound answer that's going to like help me to make this connection where I'm going to connect with all these people. And they just go, use the internet, man. <laughs> I'm like, what? They go, yeah, there's tons of people on the internet. You can reach all kinds of people doing that. And uh, I'm like, okay. And I'm like, uh, how? how which, which one do I use? Like, what, what platform? And they're like, it doesn't matter. Just start doing it. Share your magic and people will come. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and here I am now. <laughs> it's really worked out well. We're kind of each other's accountability partners with keeping on uh, do all the work. And if you're watching still um, or on the replay, a couple, we we're actually getting, getting organized. So tomorrow we're going to be having... Uh, do you hear the uh, do you hear the call of the shaman which is going to be stories about how you step into this wonderful world of shamanism and then on wednesday we are going to be having michelle on who has a crystal skull mount it's a 44 pound crystal skull and she's going to be talking all about crystal skulls how to connect with them what you except they misspelled her name in the thing oops <laughs> and then Meek, uh, yeah maybe that's uh maybe that's her spirit name <laughs> anyway then the next uh the next day after that we have jill matson on and she is going to be uh uh, offering uh, a lot of information around frequencies and what frequencies might be beneficial to your body in improving or supporting immune system specifically for COVID. She worked with a lady named Sherry Edwards and uh, really developed, a, and it's all free. We'll, we'll share the websites and everything, but there's like a free website. You can go and download all this music and it's all designed um, frequency wise to support the body in fighting bugs and stuff like that. 
of course, so. allegedly, it's not FDA approved. We're not medical doctors, et cetera. You get the right. drill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you, everybody, for uh, participating with your energy, even if you didn't make a comment. Um, uh, please subscribe to all the channels, and hopefully you come out tomorrow. Any final words of wisdom? Mm, um, yeah, just get out there and play. Start playing right now. Uh, and, and, you know, if, a lot of people who are watching this, I'm sure, are interested in learning to connect with spirit and start to have these kinds of magical experiences. And, uh, but again, if you're in that serious space of like, Oh, I really want to have this, then that's uh, You're putting up a lot more resistance to it. So just start playing in whatever way you feel called to play and watch as the natural world and the spirit world start to play right along with you. Yeah, and for me, I, I'm inspired to share a poem from one of my first teachers. I ever didn't get a chance to meet him in person, uh, but at the center that he established, I got to uh, learn a lot about him through his book and people. But this is a poem that he has uh, called The Tapestry of Life. It's all this beautiful little calligraphy and everything. Uh, and I wasn't really planning this. I just looked over and this was like on top of the box and I swear it wasn't there a second ago. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll wear this little pookly eye right on cam kind of. Um, <laughs> But here is how it goes. Oh, what a mess of patterns I see when I look at life's tapestry today. But tomorrow, the beauty will be evident to me when I look at it in a different way. The school of life gives me the lessons I lack to perceive through my hazy mist that it takes those messy patterns on the back for the tapestry even to exist. Now, with my consciousness shaking a might and my outlook on life that is new, there is joy in my heart as I see in the light that dear God within, I am you. Mm. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got goosebumps as I said it. Thank you, Trevor and Spirit, for creating the first center that I ever found, which started me on my official learning of all these uh, wonderful things from sacred uh, astro uh, esoteric astrology to metaphysics. Uh, all of it was a, a thanks to Chamam. And if you're on, if you're in the um, Cleveland area on the east side, there's a place called Chamam. It's in Richmond Heights Center for Holistic Energy and Applied Metaphysics. They have tons of classes. It's an amazing place to get your feet wet if you're looking for a, a nice, safe environment to start opening up to this type of thing. So a little shout out to Chamam. Thank you guys for uh, being present with us today. A Nike, a yeah. Nike, a Nike. Thank you, thank you, thank you.